Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative and Balanced Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we have an awesome talk for you. My guest today is somebody very special and dear to my heart, singer, songwriter, Cat Clyde. She's just released a new album called Hunter's Trance, and it is absolutely incredible. The entire process took a couple years to put this together, and it's been getting hella positive reviews from all over the world. She's even on the cover of the Renegade Folk playlist for Spotify, absolutely killing it. And we are graced to have her in the talk shoe studio, spending some of her downtime catching up with us before she tours the entire world. Kat is an absolute gem to me. And beyond sharing her music, I'm excited to share how special she is as a person with you guys. And like all episodes of the Creative Imbalance podcast, we usually start off by talking about whoever the guest's craft is. And then it always spirals into some deep real talk. (laughs) And I want to let you guys know that's never really planned. It just seems to happen organically every episode. And I absolutely love that about the show. I don't know. It's just turned into the vibe and the nature of everything. And I think what separates these type of interviews from a lot of other ones you'll hear all over the web. And one thing guests always tell me, and I take it as the biggest compliment uh, by the end of the interview, they told me that was a very comfy experience or they tell me that they forgot the mics were even on. And I think that's what's all about trying to capture some realness and i want to say to all of you who are checking this out on spotify itunes google play stitcher or the talk shoe website that each and every one of these episodes has its own home page at www.girthradio.com on that page you'll see a picture of cat in the studio you'll see some of her latest music videos that have been released for the hunter's trance And we're going to post all her tour dates, so no matter where you're listening from, I hope you get a chance to see her live. She's really something special. And another thing I want to say before we get into this one, biggest thank you to TalkShoe, their studio space, Alex, my new producer and master of awesome vibes. It feels so good to have momentum back and a home for the creative imbalance. Um... I mentioned in the intro to my last episode, you might have noticed that during the interviews, the quality of the voices kind of change. And I want to let you know that is all fixed. Uh, A couple of you guys mentioned that to me for the last couple shows I've been recording at TalkShoe. And the reason why is um, even though TalkShoe has the best mics I have ever used on this show, their setup is kind of rigged to automatically just broadcast live and also accept like callers on the fly and stuff. So it goes through almost this online telephone system and it kind of sounds like we are speaking through a phone, but I want to let you know, I did some tests the other day and we have resolved that issue in all the episodes in the future are going to have top-notch sound and use those mics to its full potential 
But I want to thank you for bearing with that. When people mentioned it too, it didn't even sound like a complaint. It's just more like you guys were asking, oh, what happened? Because you could always still hear the interview. It just was noticeably compressed. But with all of that being said, we're going to get into this one. Here's Cat Clyde, the Hunter's Trance, coming at you right now. Girth Radio in session. Yes! Hey! The legendary. Hey! Cat Clyde, how are you, darling? Oh, I'm great. How are you? I was thinking about this. Um, You know, you've done enough interviews and media and stuff like that. Isn't it weird when you meet up with the interviewer earlier, you say, hi, how are you doing? And then you turn on the recording again, and then yes. it's like, well, how are you doing? It's like the standard thing. And um, I'm trying to stop doing that. Oh, okay. And um, I just did it again. It's like oh, okay. a fucking reaction or whatever. <laughs> but anywho. You... Like stepping through a door. Yes. Yes. It's like a whole reset and yeah. we're like in another dimension meeting Definitely. for the first time again. Yeah. But right now, lots of exciting times. Yes. Two years in the making. Yes. Hunter's Trance. Yes. How does that feel to have that released? Oh, my gosh. It feels so good. It was... Uh... It was a huge endeavor, and uh, I mean, like like every hill you climb, once you get to the top, it's a it's a spectacular view. So I'm enjoying the view right now. So it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, one thing, as somebody who came to like so many of your shows live, it's cool to see these recording versions of mm. stuff I've heard you play live. It's like a whole new dimension. Like yeah. they just sound like different songs. Some of them too. Yeah. And um, that's got to be tricky to almost make those kind of decisions in a production. Like, how do you go about, like, trying to make the stripped-down versions a little more epic? Or Yeah, it's it's a strange process because I feel like, I feel like a lot of times I don't know exactly what I want, but I know exactly what I don't want. Yeah. So it's a lot of, like, trying things and then seeing how I feel about it and then trying a different thing if that wasn't the thing that worked and so i feel like i don't necessarily know what i want but when i hear it i know that's it mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah that's really really cool yeah and uh yeah it's just awesome <laughs> like it's amazing to hear like you play all the black live and then hear yeah. that recording version and yeah. it's just like a whole new experience yeah yeah what's amazing is like so you had a couple release parties for this mm -hmm. But you, you, your schedule seems absolutely oh fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So it started out, you were like in New York one day and then. And then flew to LA. Yeah. Within like a day or so, or like. Um, got to New York, stayed there for, I think three days, had the album release and then had a party mm -hmm. and then left for LA and then got to LA the day before the show, and then the next day played the show, and then the day after flew back to New York, and then drove from New York back to Toronto to do the 
show in Toronto. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's, crazy. That's insane. It's madness. And uh, your bass player, shout out to hey, Danny Cer Doritos. Yes. He actually makes the intro music to uh, every Creative Imbalance episode. Fun fact. Hey. But he was telling me that uh, like the one night you slept in like um, I guess uh, the the place where the label headquarters are yes. and people were like making rap beats at like three in the morning. Yeah. And, uh... I was like, I was, I was pretty moody. Yes. I was like, I'm going to go fucking sleep in the car. Like, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just very tired. And, but I love Dan cause he's like also kind of moody like me. I don't know. We're very similar. So we get along really well. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are like, like pissed at the same stuff. Yeah. 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 We get pissed at similar <laughs> stuff and we both just like, really love food and we're moody so. yeah well it's an understandable like yeah. thing to be moody at it's like uh you're yeah. just traveling all over yeah. the fucking continent and trying to just have one night's sleep yeah oh and then God. somebody's just banging rapids were they actually decent beats though or, um <laughs> or you just i don't know care? i was annoyed because there was like a space and they just kept coming into it and i kept shutting the door and it was like come on guys like just leave us be yeah yeah just trying to watch a show and then go to sleep but yeah i don't i don't really know i didn't really listen i was mm. just like fuck this shut up <laughs> yeah leave me alone i get really i have a hard time when i don't sleep mm -hmm. i think most like, people do yeah yeah except for ola because she um sleeps three hours a night and wakes up at five in the morning yes from your insane <laughs> shout outs to ola and oh if you guys God. that have was it. so inspiring i was like fuck i'm gonna try and do that yeah <laughs> i'm gonna like try it yeah and yeah. what we're referring to is the last episode of the creative imbalance with ola mazuka yes. and she's an absolute toronto legend yes. but very low key and i recommend you guys listening to that episode yes. i even tried to do the ola schedule um shortly after that conversation and i didn't even last the day really? i got up at like five i'm like okay i feel good i got a bunch of work done okay and then it, um i had to work my day job at like 10 p.m oh. so it was around like 8 30 and i'm like you know what i'm gonna sneak in a little nap yeah. here i didn't even make it yes. <laughs> and then i think i slept when i got home from work i'm like <laughs> i don't know how she does it it's... yeah i don't know i'm definitely gonna try it though when i go back home i'm gonna try it yeah maybe you have to condition yourself yeah. and i think your home would be the perfect place right? for if it. i'm in a space and i don't like have really anywhere to be just like just work mm -hmm. on my own stuff and what I want to be doing. And yeah. And meditating. You, yeah. You recently moved to a peaceful area yes. in Quebec too. Yes. And it's interesting. Like a lot of your shows are in the busiest cities imaginable, yes. imaginable on the earth. Yes. And then you have your little sanctuary. Slice of heaven, yes. And I feel like that's where the real you is. Like yes. when you listen to the lyrics of your songs too, Definitely. it's just. Yeah. So birds chirping yes. and rivers yes. and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, I, it's obvious you get a lot of inspiration from just being out there. And yeah. Do you have like a daily routine on your off days of just what you do? Oh, it's so hard because my environment is constantly changing. So it's really difficult. But when I'm in, you know, my own area, um, you know, when I'm at home, it's really nice. I really just try and on walks i used to walk so much because i had a dog and 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 i just walked all the time and and moving out to quebec i started walking again mm. and i just i hadn't done that in so long and it was just it 
oh man, it just charges my battery. Like, yeah, it's like awesome. That. It's just, amazing. and you look healthy, you're glowing. <laughs> Same with Strummer. Shout yes. out to Strummer. Yeah. He was just here. Sweet I can't um, embarrass him because he walked out. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, for people who don't know who Strummer is, he wears many hats in the Cat Clyde project. Yes, he does. Drummer, manager, yes. life partner. Yes. And I love seeing, like, I don't know, the dynamic between you two. Yeah. Because it's like you're on this crazy journey mm. and it's just. I know I find I meet a lot of people who kind of are on this journey alone mm. and they're putting their trust in like different management or whatever. Definitely. But this is somebody who's like your lover and best friend yeah. and knows you more than everybody. And yeah. just can, and has know. my back in a way that no one else ever could. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. I'm so incredibly grateful for Strummer. And, and yeah, there are a lot, of, you do a lot, see a lot of people who are doing this all alone and, and I just feel so, so incredibly grateful because Strummer is just, he just helps me in, in, in every single way possible. And mm -hmm. we're constantly like growing together and it's just awesome. Yeah. Every day is like a gift. Some Bonnie and Clyde gangster shit, yes. just traveling around the world, yes. just selling out shows oh, and so cool. oh yeah it, yeah, it is so cool. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I want to talk a bit more about like your spot in Quebec too. I noticed you have like a bunch of chickens. And... Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, they're not my chickens, but um, I get to eat the eggs, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, we've become friends with them, mm -hmm. and there's also a peacock there, and she's really great. In the winter time, she almost died. Oh no! And she was like looking very unwell, so we brought her into our bathroom and she lived in the bathroom for a bit oh, over a week. You had a bathroom. We, <laughs> we That's magical. And then oh. We had to go on tour and I was really concerned because I didn't feel like she was strong enough yet to go back into the, the coop. But when we got back, she was there and eating and very healthy and, so we we're very happy. Oh, that's that's a beautiful yeah. she story. She made it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I could tell you, you really got a thing for birds. Like your song lyrics, you got a big tattoo of a bird too. It's like. Yeah. Is there um, what? How do you say it? Like, what? What is that attraction to it? Do you do you overthink it, or is um, it just like something you just? Dig I guess or? I've not really thought about it. Um, I remember like. I was inspired to get these like tattoos because I, um, when I was a kid, I lived on this on this pig farm for a short time, and and there was always these barn swallows all around, and I would just spend so much time like watching them. It's great, just like eating the bugs out of the air, and just the way they fly, and they're like, their wings are almost like I don't know, like Japanese calligraphy or something. They're just like uh, very yeah. beautiful birds, and I don't know. I've always really loved birds. I don't know. It's just they're just so free, you know. Mhm. Mm yeah. They're just so unshackled to anything. Yeah. You know. I actually like in my life I haven't been paying attention to a lot of birds. It's like they're hard to get close to or whatever. They are. But this is. But you have a bird friend now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and it's like in the total opposite like environment. Yes. Um, a city bird. A city bird. <laughs> so. <laughs> by my work, there's a Tim Hortons inside of a Rona. <laughs> okay. And this bird, the same bird, he lives on top of the Tim Hortons. Okay. And when I go there, like I started feeding him. Yeah. And now he like, even if I just get a coffee, he'll come up to my table Aww. and just be like, what the fuck, man? Where's my muffin? <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. And it's actually breaking my heart because next week 
uh, is my last week at that job. So no. I'm going to say my goodbyes. I know he likes them. Well, you can still go visit yeah. sometime. His favorite is the fl- fruit explosion. Okay. So I'm thinking, like, I think this, I got to sneak around the staff because they'll get fucking pissed. But yeah. I might just buy a whole fruit explosion. And he, like, I don't know what his layer's like, but I know where it is. It's above the Tim Horton sign. And I'm just going to chuck it in there. Nice. And just be like, Thanks for hanging out with me, yeah. bro. <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, there's that's something fantastic. interesting about it. It's like almost like it's like half wild and half almost domesticated, this thing. Yeah. Birds are strange because mm-hmm. they're very, they are very wild and they're almost like alien. They're kind of like fish that are on land. Like they're, they're not yeah. like easy to connect with where I feel like, you know, I don't know. Usually when you like feed things or whatever, it's easy to connect with, you know, you can connect with like a deer or like a rabbit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like birds are just a little, they're a little, they're on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting when you connect with birds. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like their instinct is like mm-hmm. we're danger or almost like predators, yeah. I guess. And then they kind of got to warm up to your vibe yeah. or whatever. And- Actually, it was really interesting yesterday. I, um, uh, it's my dad's birthday today, so happy birthday. Happiest birthday to you, <laughs> Papa um, Clyde. Yes. But, um, <laughs> if that is your real name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we went to this old spot where um, we used to go, and it's in St. Mary's at this um, at the falls. I don't know if you know St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. But um, we were walking in the river, and there's this heron. And usually you can't get, like, close to herons. They, like, fuck off. Like, you get, like, a little close. But this guy, he was so close and he was fishing and it was like we just stood there for like probably an hour and just watched him fish cool he was right in front of us and he was humongous like i like honestly i think he was as tall as me he's an enormous fucking bird it's like a dinosaur it was so cool like watching his legs that like bend in the opposite direction like walking through and then like darting down and like the way he like moved his head and darted down and grabbed a fish and then there was like seaweed on it and then dipping it in to get the seaweed off <laughs> oh wow you're it. like it's learning all so this technique cool. and stuff oh like, it's yeah. awesome to watch it's yeah. so cool yeah 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 it's like it's crazy i gotta come out and visit like you guys sometime yes. i'm just getting over the city and yes. just that makes me just want to like even like i don't care if we have plans i just want to sit in the woods for yes. a bit and shut off everything oh my god yes let's yeah, do it that'd be amazing 100 yeah yeah yes and I mentioned the bird tattoo. Yes. And speaking of tattoos, you've been traveling around yes. and tattooing people as well. Yes, You're on I tour have. with. And um, yeah, definitely. When did you start like picking up the needle and doing that? Uh, I want to know about your first one because you obviously can one draw. One so. was in college, and um, it was at Strummer's house in London, and. Yeah, we were just with a bunch of friends, and he had done some stick and pokes, and I really wanted to do it because I was like, "Fuck, that sounds cool." And um, we all just sat around watching. Oh, called the Edge. Okay, okay. It's with uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin. Um, it's weird, but I really love movies with bears. But this is like a, a great movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to see bears like killing people? Yeah. Yeah, so that was the first one. And then after that, it was like, um, I used to do them like really shady um, with like sewing needles and, and thread and, and like stuff. prison style. Yeah, nice. but now I'm I, I do them a little little more professional and I have proper needles and proper ink and and, and you know, proper um, 
antiseptic and stuff like that. So I try to be really clean about it. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, on my uh, at my album release party in New York, I did four tattoos. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like really exhausted, and I was like, I need something to do, but like <laughs> yeah. I also need to be like chilling with people so i was like oh, i'm just gonna do a shitload of tattoos and i did a haircut that night as well wow it was awesome and you know what that's like um a healthy way to do like spend your time on the road because i hear so many people they just out of boredom they'll just like fall in pits of drinking or just like yeah. heavy drugs or yeah. whatever so this is cool that you got something to like keep you busy definitely and it's it's amazing how you're going to like so many different cities and kind of just leaving your mark on people definitely yeah it's pretty cool yeah, yeah. In, including me the only tattoo Yay. i have is you and it's the Yay. creative imbalance logo yes. as well oh you know what's strange um just the other day so i was in that neighborhood where um strummer's mom's apartment was where yeah. you did my tattoo yeah, yeah. and i was watching a comedy show in that neighborhood and um with my friend johnny shea who's been on the show yeah johnny shea. the comedian is lars who's also going to be on the show pretty soon this is like a crazy community we're building but anyways so uh johnny's like oh how do you know lars well, i told him the whole spiel and i'm like you know what the last time i've seen him i was coming home from getting that tattoo <laughs> And I got off the streetcar by my house and Lars was like, what's up, man? I'm like, not much. Just like got a tattoo. <laughs> but it's weird how the second time I seen him again was in that neighborhood where I got oh, that wow. tattoo. And it's like this weird, like, fucking blink. And I know we have like a lot of like weird, strange, spooky strange. connections. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, I, somebody was actually making a joke about my show because it always starts off like a regular interview. And then by the end of it, we're just talking about yeah. like cosmic shit. <laughs> and, and it was asked, it was actually Johnny. He was like, he's like, what's your obsession with like digging into people about their cosmic <laughs> shit? I'm like, I don't know, man. It just fucking goes there. Maybe yeah. I'm trying to find out like, like my own like I don't think fear. you even try though it just happens yeah yeah I don't know but um I kind of want to talk about what we experienced at the the bar yes um so you just finished your album release party yes and we're having just a casual conversation yeah and I was telling you how I haven't finished Game of Thrones mm -hmm. and you gave me great advice because from where I'm at in Game of Thrones, it's still awesome. Yes. And apparently the last season sucks. Yes. It's so awful. you and Strummer are like, yeah, don't don't watch it. Just watch keep it as it is. Yeah. And you were talking about audiobooks. Yes. And how those audiobooks are great. And in my life, I've only listened to one audiobook. And I was about to recommend this audiobook. And right before I said it, you looked at me and you said, The Dark Tower. <laughs> And what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! Like I don't crazy. understand. Like oh, so I never had like so much like goosebumps on my arm in my life. And yeah, like what the fuck? That I, always happens though. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's more between us, but I don't know. Like I don't even remember him. Like yeah, just... we were like we were like knights or like warriors in a past life or something. I, I hope know. so. We <laughs> saw <laughs> shit together. Yeah, we yeah. Did crazy shit. I don't know what it was. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Maybe um yeah. so I had a psychic on the show before. Yes. Maybe next time I have her on, I can get you on as Dude, well. And I we would, can just talk shit. I would shit. so love that. I would so love that. Yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting chills thinking ah! about it. <laughs> yes. Dark power. 
listen to it. Yeah. Frank Muller, rest in peace. Yeah. So, um, people who don't know the Dark Tower, amazing series by uh, Stephen King. It's almost like it's compared to like almost Lord of the Rings because it's so many like books long, but it's mm. more like I don't know time travel western yeah. style. And there was this narrator, Frank Moeller. Yes. And if you listen to his voice, oh, oh my fucking beautiful. God. Yeah. He sounds like just like. He is the gunslinger. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But um, halfway through the series, I realized I couldn't find the next book with his voice on it. Mm. And I'm looking all, I'm scouring every corner of the internet, the dark web, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Getting million book porn viruses. <laughs> I'm like, where's the next book? And then. Uh, I found some information that he passed away and never yes. got to finish the series. Yes. So that kind of stopped me. But I think I'm going to like out of respect for our bar moment. Yes. I'm going to finish the whole series. Yeah, I still have to finish it. Um, but yeah, I'm on that. I'm on the next Songs of Susanna, that book. But got to wait for the next tour to, to jump into that. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be tricky with managing your time and everything, too. Because I mean, when you're in the car for like fucking like 16 hours it's pretty easy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> slam through a few books yeah for sure so let's go back <laughs> okay. to hunter's trance yes like i'm loving the album it sounds like you guys put a lot of work into the track order because yeah. it feels like when i put it on like just even though like a, a lot of the songs are drastically different vibes they yeah. seem to almost connect in a way and flow and stuff like that. Oh, I'm and so glad you said that. I found it like extremely difficult to find the right uh, sequence because they were, a lot of them recorded in different spaces. And I, I really wanted to have like, you know, a single like sort of vibe. And, and I was afraid that, that it might not, you know, resonate or, or come out like that. But um, I feel like I really like the sequence and, and I'm really happy with the way the sequence goes and I feel like it all fits into one. Yeah. Yeah. Piece. It's, yeah. it's really cool. Cause I find like even like a lot of like different albums, like I have songs where like I'll skip to like the next one or whatever, mm -hmm. but this one you can just let it go. And it just, I don't know, oh, nothing like yeah. really like drastically hits you out of nowhere. And yeah. like, it's almost like so stimulating how different things are and yeah yeah yeah, yeah and definitely. Uh, and yeah what, what was else i was gonna say um seeing you live with the band was cool as well because mm -hmm. i'm so used to seeing you um just going solo which yeah. added like that whole dimension almost felt like the album and uh i want to say like seeing bird bones for the first yes. time live that's a fucking yeah, banger yeah. i love yeah. playing that one yeah I love yeah playing that one yeah and you have like such like an interesting music video for that as well yeah yeah for sure yeah um, yeah that one's really cool yeah with the whole animation who who made that animation oh uh oh I, oh geez i think his name was xavier i don't recall his last name he was he was really interesting though because um i saw him do this video for a rap artist and it was really cool this is very like sketchy and there's a lot of like Cool colors and all like bled very nicely into each other and, and and it was very interesting and and so I decided to go with him and then he really didn't know anything about birds or <laughs> wildlife so I felt like it was a bit of a struggle at first to kind of explain my idea and I, I had finished reading this book called the peregrine which was um about this guy who um basically just followed peregrines every day and the book was kind of like like a journal, it was kind of like journal entries and he would just go walking and then write everything of what he saw. 
but it was also very like poetic and, and, and strange. But I really wanted to make the video sort of like a day in the life of a, of a falcon or a hawk ah, or something. cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, so, yeah, I felt like we kind of, um, we rubbed gears a little bit at, at the beginning and, and in between. And, but then once he understood it and got it, he just nailed it. And it was amazing. Yeah. It's we a talked a lot at first and then, and then, you know, he gave me some stuff back and I wasn't super happy with it. And then I think he got frustrated and then we sort of, you know, laid, laid everything out. And then he, when he understood and it all clicked, he gave it back and it was like, oh, this is amazing. It's so good. I'm so happy. Yeah. It's it. so yeah. well done. Like when I watched it, like my head exploded, especially yeah. the climax of the video where the yeah. two birds collide yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so badass. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, if, People, if you are listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TalkShoe, and anything else that I forgot, I want to let you know that each and every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You're going to see a picture of Cat Clyde in the TalkShoe studio and links to everything we've been fucking talking about on this show as yes. well. Yeah, and um, yeah, back to that video. It's, it's cool that you got this guy to like almost step out of his comfort zone now because now he yeah. could be the bird guy like that's an Definitely. amazing video it yeah. was really cool too because at the end of it you know i i you know thanked him and i said you know you really brought everything to life and, and turned it into something really awesome and and he you know he said you know it was kind of difficult at first but then once he understood and and he felt like it was very much out of his comfort zone but then he he was very appreciative because he felt like he he really accomplished something great out of his comfort zone. Yeah. And so we were both very happy with the outcome. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. And another amazing video uh, you released too for the album is All the Black. Yeah. And um, that I'm not gonna lie, I don't understand what's going on, <laughs> but I, I love it. It reminds me of yeah. almost like um when you're watching like a music video in the '90s yeah. and it's like hella weird but cool yeah. and like dark and like is yeah. is there like a specific story to this concept or is it just the um, sake of being like a little crazy it was kind of weird because um i really like christopher good's work i think all of it's like really really great and so i really wanted to work with him and i was really excited that i had the opportunity to work with him and he listened to the song and gave me that treatment and i read it and I was like, fuck, I don't know how you're going to do this, but this sounds really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Even like I couldn't Let's imagine reading that on paper. I'm like, oh, this guy's ambitious. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to right. him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, yeah. and you know, especially with the budget. And, and it was just like, wow, it was it was incredible. He had this incredible team of people and and everybody just moved like as one. Um, it was really interesting. It was basically done shot in like an Airbnb and each room was built. So like the one like grass room, that was like a bedroom that they took everything out of. They ah. built it all in and then did it and shot it and then put it back together. And it was insane. The whole, everything, every room was yeah. like that. It was crazy. Yeah. And it's so cool. Like you're like kind of like, I guess the core of the video is you're in the dining room. Yeah. I don't you're... even know what, what it means. <laughs> it's amazing. But basically your hair is going into different rooms yeah, and connecting like to it. Yeah. I think they're supposed to be like tentacles. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And connecting to like Each different hues yeah. around. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even cool to see the strummer cameo yes. where he's <laughs> like riding a bowl, but it's like a it's TV a, thing. It's a, um, a filing cabinet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a filing cabinet. Filing cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Yes. In the it's desert fun. room. Yes. <laughs> that must have been like such a fun and wild yeah, day. It was like, it was crazy. It was like we shot it in Kansas 
and it was um it's about like a 16 hour day um but it was awesome yeah it was really cool wow yeah. wow wow it's got to be incredible too like in the position you are and like um almost getting to work with people from all over the world and getting all these different pitches and like yeah. like you mentioned like you went you went to Kansas for this, for the album for a bit. You were in Seattle, yeah. like all over the place. Yeah. Is there other ones where you get pitches and you have to like kind of like filter through them and like turn um, some down? Or I like... just shot a video recently. Um, maybe I'll keep what song is a secret. All right. Um, but um, I just shot it um, with a guy named Angus McMaster. And he's out of Toronto, but we shot it in Orangeville. Oh, okay. And so that was really interesting. Um, it's going to be really, really cool. It was a lot of fun. I'm excited. Fun and that that's all you can say about it, really? Um, <laughs> I see you. I liter know, she literally to. bit her tongue. Like, <laughs> I guess that's where they get the expression yeah. from. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I'll just say that. I don't want to like give it away because it's so cool. I want to give it away. Yeah. I'm super happy with it. It's like also weird, kind of like um, kind of like how all the black is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's really cool yeah yeah it's and cool i recall like a long time ago correct me if i'm wrong all the black was one of like the first songs you've ever wrote right yeah, that's true. incredible that's crazy, yeah. so how many years ago would that be like geez i was probably like 17. wow and I then you kind of wait for your 16, second album 17. to like throw it out there yeah like... i don't know i kind of like put it away for a long time and then um, in college, like after I had done the first record, um, you know, we were all hanging out and jamming and, and, and I had an old friend, um, Andrea with me. And I think she said, oh, you should play all the black. Cause I used to play it in high school a lot. Cause it was the only like good song I had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I played it and everyone was like, whoa, like, why have you never played that one? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, I don't even know. I just kind of like put it away for a long time. And I just. Yeah. yeah, maybe your own like brain got sick of it because like that was like your thing back in the day or something, yeah. and then, or forgot about it. Or... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because that's like, I don't know, like what every time I see you do solo without the band, that's the one that stands out to yeah. me. It's almost mm -hmm. like goosebumps. There's yeah. like a fucking tear in my eye, <laughs> like the ending where you do the the yeah. long like yeah. vocal stretch there. I don't know the technical term for that. Or, I don't uh, know. Ah! Just yelling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just from my soul, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Did you ever feel like um doing that? Like you have a couple other songs where you do that big like yell in it. Like, do you ever feel I, that strange, like your throat or like you're doing it like I don't feel strange. I just um I like to hold like long notes. It's like enjoyable for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, just like belting it out and holding it holding it there i don't know it's, yeah. it's just like feels good maybe i do it too much <laughs> yeah, no, but i love I, I don't know i love it i love doing that yeah 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 it's it's cool also to see the perspective from a crowd i remember seeing you at the dakota and you were opening for somebody and the the bar was like kind of chatty or yeah, whatever yeah. And then I forget which song, but you did one of those yeah. things. And then right when we were done, the bar was just quiet and looking at you like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> so like, yeah. yeah, it's a good card to play sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sure. I know you're focused on touring this. You got a, like, you got a big um, tour of the album now, right? It's yeah. It's coming in the in, fall. Yeah, in August, I'm doing Europe. 
And then when I get back, I'm, I'm doing like a two month tour um, all around the US and Canada in, in the fall and October. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I know this is like your focus, Hunter's Trance, but mm. do you have other songs cycling in your head for like the next um, step? Or? Yeah, I definitely have some songs um, tucked away for the next one. I'm not sure when I'm going to start working on it because I feel like I've only just, <laughs> I'm just at the top of the hill looking down. I don't really want to climb just yet. Yeah, yeah, you got to kind of let this marinate, right? Yeah, yeah. but I, I really want to do an acoustic record. So mm. actually next week when I go home, I'm just going to get a bunch of gear and just sort of like isolate and um, just record it. Um, nice. Just acoustic, just acoustic songs. I'm going to do a bunch from, from Ivory Castanets and a bunch from Hunter's Trance. And um, I might throw I might throw one or two in there that's kind of new. Um, but yeah, I do have a few songs and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to, to jumping into that whole project because making an album is really fun. And, and I felt like uh, it's also very stressful, but um, the Hunter's Trance was just, um, it was a huge learning experience for me. Mm. I felt like um, this next one, I'm going to do it a lot differently. And, and I'm not sure exactly what that means, but um, once I start digging in, it's going to be... I'm really excited. For Almost that. in full circle, we were talking yeah. about. You may not know what you want, but you know yeah, what you exactly. don't want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. Yes. And like coming up to the tour, do you got any downtime, or are you still like doing some media for this? Or um, well, um, I'm in town for a few more days, and I have a few things I've got to do, and then I'm gonna go home, and then I have about two weeks at home, which is crazy, mm -hmm. and then I'm off to Europe, and then. And then I'm gonna be getting ready for the fall tour. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really have a lot of downtime. Yeah, with with like these big long tours where you're away from home for so long, do you feel excited for it, or do you feel like nervous for it, like uh, heading um, up to it? I guess this one's different because it's gonna be full band, and I'm gonna be traveling in in a van with the band, which I'm really looking forward to. When I did the tour with LA Salami, it was like that, and and it was a lot of fun. Um, and that was sort of my first taste of that. So I'm really looking forward to doing that again. And, and, and you know, um, just it's going to be a different dynamic because Strummer and I always are alone driving in the car. Yeah, yeah. Which is, um, so, yeah, I've just been grown very used to that. Um, but being with L.A. Salami and his his whole band was was really, really amazing experience. And, and I loved every second of it. And it's funny because you form these like crazy bonds with people because you're 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 with these people for like three weeks straight and you never really leave their sides like you, you know you're all sleeping in the same sort of spot and you're all driving together and you know you're all playing yeah, music yeah. together and like you know hanging out after and talking and you know and then it's just done and then you don't talk to them or see them it's oh, really wow. strange yeah it's got to be a weird feeling even like winding down at the end of the tour because like you almost like turn into family with these people Absolutely. like yeah like you said you're living sleeping in the yeah. same van yeah. like wherever yes. yeah 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 it's yeah. crazy yeah such a unique life experience you guys have but yeah i don't know it's like like i mentioned too it's it's cool that the two of you are like on this journey together as yeah, well it's amazing. Too. like yeah. even um I have never been in a situation like that too, where it's just always on the road too. And I can't yeah. picture it. Like, I feel like if I did it by myself, there'd be like a sense of like loneliness to oh, it, you know, definitely. like 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very lonely. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I'm going down this like depressing. <laughs> but, but yeah, and, and with that tour, did you tattoo all the guys too as well? So. Yeah, I tattooed um, Frank, who was a bass player. And I think that's the only guy I did tattoo. Um, but uh, And then he also tattooed crumbs on me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I wanted one as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I tattooed like um, we were driving and I just sort of did like a quick sketch of like the car in front of me and we were driving like through the mountains. So there's like a little like scene and I tattooed that on him and it looked really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. that's great that you can just do that in the moment. And even though you said like you might not see these guys for a long time yeah. or even like do their schedule ever again, it's cool yeah. that you're just traveling around the world and leaving pieces of yourself. Well, over. yeah, it's great too because now I feel like I'm starting to have like, you know, community of people like everywhere I go like you know I feel like I have people that I know and love in, in a lot of different cities like now if I go to when I go to Europe and, and UK and stuff like I can call up all those guys and like last time I went you know they mm -hmm. see them play and, and and just hang out with them and and it's always just so exciting to see them yeah you know? yeah um so that's really cool and also I saw LA in in he came to my release show and party um, which was really cool so it was really nice to catch up with him and uh so it's neat because you kind of have like people everywhere and you know when i went to seattle um the engineer taylor that worked there he i felt like i really connected with him and and you know then i went back there and he comes to the show and you know we ended up staying at his house and hanging out yeah it feels just, like home like yeah it does yeah, like yeah. you get like a little piece of home in, in everywhere you go but then also it's kind of lonely because then you're at home and you're like oh it'd be great to see this person but yeah he lives like way far away yeah yeah i need a, <laughs> yeah. to hop on a plane or whatever but, but no, it makes things interesting and, and and also opportunities come out of it like um you know, um, the drummer and, and, and bass player for LA. Um, well, the drummer, Danny, he's, he's a fantastic person, but, um, his girlfriend's dad has a, has a house in Sweden and he wanted to gather us all and get some gear and just have a week to record. Oh, cool. So when I go to Europe in, in, in August, I'm going to spend an extra week and we're going to go stay at this house and just record and see what happens. Ah, so sick. It's yeah, like yeah. amazing that I, I would have an opportunity like that. And with people you know and love and mm -hmm. you love their music and, and, and their style and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you're turning a lot of heads wherever you're going to. It's like uh, your songs are just, to me, so special too. And I notice like people in the crowd just see, seeing you for the first time. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, who the fuck is this girl? <laughs> and like, if one thing I thought was amazing, like the other year you touring with, cisco rodriguez yes that must have been awesome to like just get a whole new audience of like people who whether they're old time fans yeah. or just like i find like he attracts so many people because of the netflix documentary yes. and everything and how was that whole experience like opening theaters and everything for him oh man that was i, I will never forget that experience it was it was oh man it was really beautiful experience um uh, yeah, and just the beautiful theaters that we played. Every every venue is just a very big, beautiful theater, and you know it's crazy to to walk out there and and just be by yourself. And, yeah. Um, and then to be able to see watch him play live every night was just oh it was such a gift, such a treat. Like just to see him and and just see 
he's he's the real deal you know yeah yeah people would kill for that yeah you, know? <laughs> you don't get to see the real deal all the time and and but to see him play and just to meet him and and speak with him and you know even shake his hand it was like oh god i remember when we first met him you know he's he's getting up there i think he's in his you know mid 70s so and he also um he's blind so he can't see oh wow. and um i remember the first time um Strummer and i met him you know we didn't want to like impose whatever you know mm-hmm. um but his um his manager which was his daughter's husband peter um he introduced us and we got a photograph and i remember we just Strummer and i just went into the green room afterwards and just laid on the floor and just, <laughs> like starstruck what just the fuck? yeah oh my god oh, it's just such like a beautiful was I there, feel like was there like a talking about it. was there like a strong presence like oh, just seeing him yeah absolutely yeah. it was it was you could you could cut it with a knife <laughs> he's just incredible human being and and it's it's we're all lucky to have him in the world <laughs> yeah yeah and it's it's beautiful that he's still doing his thing even though like yeah he's he can't see anymore and, oh my and, gosh yeah. he's just so incredible like you know I was talking with Peter and he was saying, you know, they have to like take him out because they have to take him out of the venues because he'll just stay there and talk to every single person. <laughs> oh, I love that and so much. And it's like, oh my gosh, man, you're, you got to go home. You got to go to sleep, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm sure he's so thankful because he got that fame so late in his life. And like yeah. people who haven't seen this documentary, you definitely need to see it. It's uh, yeah, on it's, Netflix, it's Searching for Sugar, yes, man. Yes. And it was in Brazil, right? Where he was kind of in famous. South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. So in South Africa, like very long story short, I'm butchering this. You just need to watch the <laughs> document. But they thought he was dead. Yes. They but, thought he lit himself on fire on stage or killed himself on stage, which was such a cool thing. <laughs> yeah. It's such a cool story to have about yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's gangster. Yeah. But then they 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 found out the legend was alive and working a construction gig yeah. in New Jersey, right? Or oh, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, okay. I'm butchering <laughs> the countries and cities. <laughs> but um, then, so they find out he's alive, and then he's playing a concert. Imagine just being like in Canada and being like, okay, um, John Lennon is not dead and he's playing at the Scotiabank theater <laughs> or like Elvis or yeah. Tupac or yeah. something like that's the equivalent. And Definitely. it's like, it's a real story. Yeah. That's amazing that you got to hang with this dude. Like, Man, I remember I got the phone call and they were like, do you want to open up for Rodriguez? And I was driving and I was like, dude, I'm going to crash this car. Like, <laughs> I can't even believe this is a real thing. Yeah. So I, I remember your Instagram, the announcement of the tour too. Yes. I was at work and I was just looking at my phone and I didn't even know how to like oh congratulate you. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. Cause I was been listening to the, like all his stuff too. And just obsessive. And oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Oh man. Yeah. So cool. It's cool that the future legend got to hang out with the legend. So big tour coming up. Yes. Um, like I said, the people listening to this on like all Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all that, every page has its own episode. You're going to be able to see links, music videos, Hunter's Tranche, to, uh, Trance. <laughs> I can't speak today. <laughs> YouTube videos, um, tour dates, 
of Cat Clyde. Yeah. And anything, Check me out. yeah. Anything else you want to say before we enjoy this beautiful sunny day? Oh, I don't know. Um, have a gander at some birds. <laughs> Everyone should look at birds more. Yeah. Maybe that. <laughs> Maybe I'll say that. Little, those will be my parting words. Yes. And now the conversation has come in full circle. Kat, thanks for driving down yeah, here. I appreciate talking to you. Always. Love you. Love you. Talk to you soon. Peace. Bye. Always starts with a trickle, then begins to flow. Baby